This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Today's episode is brought to you in part by Squarespace. Whether you're starting a new business or launching a creative project, count on Squarespace to help you create an eye-catching and professional website that stands out from the rest. With Squarespace's beautifully designed templates and customizable features, you'll have everything you need, be it a landing page, a gallery, or a professional blog, to make your next move into a reality. Start your free trial today at squarespace.com and enter the offer code DOUG to get 10% off your first purchase, plus a free domain. Today's episode is also brought to you in part by Gerard Carmichael. Gerard Carmichael is returning to HBO for his second stand-up comedy special entitled Gerard Carmichael 8. Filmed before a live audience in New York City, the show features Gerard's subversive, thought-provoking take on cultural norms. Gerard Carmichael 8 premieres on Saturday, March 11th at 10 p.m. on HBO. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one. 
Hey, 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 everybody. My name is Doug, and I love crickets. This is Doug Loves Crickets. I like a crowd that can adjust. <laughs> Coming to you once again from the cricket-infested Nerd Melt showroom at Meltdown Comics in Los Angeles. It's Monday, March 6th. And uh, I just survived the 311 cruise, and I want to be rewarded with some unique name tags. So come original. Oh, looky. We got some good ones. We got, uh, is your name Nick? The Nickler instead of the wrestler, and you have a, 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 a wrestling belt. Yeah, so congratulations on that. <laughs> Uh, oh, what is that? Uh, just Pirate Justin? That's right. Instead of Pirate what? Pirate Radio? That's right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Puns don't get more clever than that. <laughs> I'm glad I figured it out. Uh, Spencer than fiction, I understand that one. What's the Space Jam one? Grace Jam. Christian? Wait, Chris, Chris Jam? Grace Jam. Grace Jam. Oh, okay. I liked how you had to look at it to figure out what it said on it. Um, what's this uh, Hateful Eight one? What's that? The Hateful Kate. Hateful Kate. Okay. The old man? And the Chelsea. And the Chelsea. <laughs> Oh, I saw that Mommy Dearest one on the uh, internet today. Good job. Uh, Jess becomes her. Lots of good name tags tonight. Thank you for uh, bringing those, you guys. And uh, good luck to each and every one of you. Doug Plugs. Uh, the High Court on Comedy Central continues at midnight after at midnight. <laughs> I know, it's not confusing at all. And just for this week... <laughs> For one week only, they're rerunning episodes of the High Court on Comedy Central at 4:20 in the afternoon. <laughs> if you want to, uh, yeah, if you want to enjoy that. Uh, the next Getting Dug with High is on my YouTube channel tomorrow night at 8:15 Pacific time. Uh, that's Tuesday, March 7th, uh, and uh, and you can also see me uh, tomorrow night on Jimmy Kimmel Live. Yeah. <laughs> Excited to be doing that, and uh, what? Am I gonna smoke? <laughs> what do you on Jimmy Kimmel Live? I don't think they'll let me do that on on Disney-owned ABC, but but we'll certainly talk about how high I like to get, and and I'll I'll be high if that helps you. <laughs> And also, if you mean outside after this show, the answer is yes. So, see you out back, maybe? Uh, Austin, Texas, I'll be doing a uh, show, uh, a couple of shows, a couple of Douglas movies at South by Southwest for all the fancy badge holders. But uh, locals can come to uh, Cap City this Thursday night at 8 o'clock for a... Uh, uh, Doug Lowe's movie's South by Southwest uh, kickoff show, I guess we could call it. 
I guess. Uh, all of my dates and deets are at douglovesmovies.com. That's... douglovesmovies.com. <laughs> that was pretty good. Uh, some of you may have noticed that I tweeted about a special surprise uh, happening here tonight. We had some guesses. Some people guessed uh, that owner and Ann would be back. <laughs> Uh, to which I responded, never! Uh, <laughs> how, how much of a glutton for punishment would I need to be <laughs> to be like, yeah, let's try that again? <laughs> it was just an off night for them. They, they totally know how to be normal. Um, so yeah, so that's not, that's not it. And other people have said, oh, finally, Emil Hirsch, let go of the Emil Hirsch thing. <laughs> It's never going to happen, and it's more on his end than mine. I don't think he wants to come on a show where comedians might challenge his, uh, his public behavior and that uh, he's having some issues with. If you don't know about it, uh, Google it. <laughs> uh, but you may have noticed this evening, and you may have been told directly already, which kind of spoils the surprise if you're here in the audience, but... There's a uh, WWE art show uh, here at uh, Nerd Melt Meltdown Comics that, uh, uh, as you can see, there's art all over the walls that's uh, wrestling related. There's a beautiful Hulkamania that has uh, Mr. T on it. <laughs> so I don't, I don't get what's going on there. <laughs> Shouldn't it be T-mania? Uh, but, uh, you know, you get the idea. And they had a big opening tonight, and uh, Loot Crate was involved, and uh, our friends at Loot Crate ha have uh, offered, and um, many of you here tonight will be leaving with your own free Loot Crate this evening. <laughs> Others will have to go through a series of steps. <laughs> Because uh, we've just got about 80 loot crates, loot crates on the premises tonight, and uh, about 125 people uh, showed up. So thank you for, for coming, and I hope that uh, this special surprise isn't too aggravating to you. <laughs> that you'll have to, uh, as you're leaving tonight, if you don't actually physically get a crate, we will get your email and an address, and then they will send you one, if, you know, if you're willing to give us that information. Because we're gonna we're gonna use it for a lot of things. <laughs> but anyway, thank you to Loot Crate and and to uh, Meltdown and WWE and ev everybody involved in uh, in uh, trying to make this happen. And I, I hope you enjoy your Loot Crates. Hey, but the nudes. what's that? I I what about do you keep saying something about nudes? What? The loot crate, what about it? They're the what? <laughs> Are, is what nudes? He'll send you nudes for the nudes. He'll send you'll send me nudes. <laughs> well, I will send you from this theater <laughs> if you if you keep being that I'm gonna yell out stuff that make doesn't make any fucking sense person. So please stop being that person. 
He stopped right away. I thought, I thought there'd be one more response. <laughs> well, I, I was right. My instincts were correct. What was that? He said, thank you? Okay. I love you. Okay, well, that's very apparent that you love me. And uh, people that love people often don't know how to show it. Um, one great way is to just shut the fuck up for the rest of this show. Let's look in the prize bag. Uh, I brought a Doug Loves Movies t-shirt, and as I mentioned, I was on the 311 cruise, so somebody made a koozie that says, Ahoy fuckers on it. <laughs> I got many uh, wristbands from nice people on the cruise that say various uh, things about uh, the cities they live in and stuff, and uh, so I'll be spreading the love with those, and also a, a peacemaker pipe, and I was recently on uh, At Midnight Again, so you get, somebody's gonna get a box of D. Luscious cookies. Yeah, they were in my home and I didn't eat any of them. That is some serious, serious willpower. Uh, a copy of my most recent CD. I didn't do a CD this year, but last year's CD, uh, you could still get one of those. And, uh, oh, this is fun. A guy on the cruise gave me a button that's a picture of his dog wearing a sombrero. <laughs> I got, I got doubles on that one, so, uh, <laughs> so I'm giving, giving you guys one. And uh, also, uh, kind of exciting, uh, I'm, you know, friendly with Mr. Cheech Marin, which is an exciting uh, thing that happened to me in my life. And uh, he has a new book out called Cheech Is Not My Real Name, But Don't Call Me Chong. <laughs> and on the cover of it, on the cover of it, he's using a, uh, a mallet, a stick, to break a Cheech pinata. And uh, the Cheech pinata is busting open and candy's flying everywhere. And, uh, but my, I'm on the very back of the book. Uh, uh, they've got... This is the people they got to say nice things about Cheech for his back, back of the book cover. Anderson Cooper. <laughs> George Lopez. Filmmaker Robert Rodriguez. Uh, John Lasseter from Pixar. <laughs> and Doug Benson, comedian. I said, Cheech Marin is one of the biggest influences on my comedy and my marijuana advocacy. Along with Snoop Dogg, Willie Nelson, and Tommy Chong, he is one of the faces I put on my Mount Cushmore. <laughs> Whatever you do, do not smoke this book. <laughs> so all of that's in the prize bag, plus stuff brought by my... Oh, shit. <laughs> Script is on the floor. Thank you so much. Are you a professional roadie? Because you were good at that. Just handed that right back to me. Please give a big warm welcome to Jordan Vote Roberts, Joe DeRosa, and Scroobius Pip. Hi. Hello. Hey guys, that's uh, worked out good. We got no beard in the middle. 
Yeah. And then two very healthy beards on either end. I like that. Beard bookends, if you will. Trying to box you out. <laughs> let's uh, let's meet everybody individually. Uh, first time guest on the show, Joe DeRosa is here, everybody. Hey. Hi. How are you all? Very uh, funny stand-up comedian who uh, made a recent appearance on Getting Dug With High. And uh, I believe I pledged that very night. I'm going to have this guy on all of my podcasts. Oh, well, thank you. It's an honor to be here. When I was getting this tattoo on my left arm, the tattoo artist was listening to an episode of this many years ago. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and I was like, I'd like to be on that podcast one day. <laughs> but I don't know Doug Benson. And then you had me on the high thing. I freaked out a little bit. <laughs> But I kept my shit together, and now we're and we went to, to Two Short that day too. Yeah, that we went and did day. Two Shorts Boombox, yeah. and uh, <laughs> I was grateful. I was happy that you came along because you're a big fan of Two Short. You were able to talk to him uh, about his work. Yeah, but that was after he remember he made me sit in the closet for a while. Yeah, it was really weird. <laughs> Yeah, it was weird. They were kind of like, your white friend can sit in this closet over here. And uh, you kept like trying to leave, and I kept going, stick around. And, uh, and then fortunately, you stayed long enough, because then they moved you out of the closet right into the show. Yes, yeah, yeah. And that Which is happen. how the show business works. I, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that was a big moment for our, for our initial meeting and becoming friendly, because... Because I did try to leave a lot of fucking times. Because it is weird when one of your heroes and rappers from birth is like, go sit over there in that closet. We don't want <laughs> And I was really high and really drunk. And I kept going like, Doug, I'm freaking out. I got to get out of here. And you were looking at me like, like almost like a kid lost in a supermarket where you're just like, don't, don't go. Just please stay here. <laughs> yeah, why, are you how long leave, why are you leaving me here? How long were you in there? How long was this? In the closet? I yeah. mean, the door was open, but it was a good 45 minutes. <laughs> it was a while. Yeah, it was just like if we were doing this podcast and somebody said, Joe, just go sit on the other side of that door over there in that room. And, uh, you know, you, you could still see what was going on and hear what was going on. <laughs> And then, what did you then do? They moved you up to the... He didn't do anything wrong. He was just... He, they, it was just somewhere to put him. Because <laughs> the Too Short Boombox show, he has, like, all these women sitting around on microphone that are just, like, hot ladies that I don't necessarily know what, what the point is of all of them being there. But, but there wasn't any room for Joe. But then, but then once they found out Joe was a big fan, he was, he was suddenly front and center, and I didn't have to talk anymore. Yeah. He was very protective of those ladies, too. Remember at the end? after the show ended I was talking to one of the girls from the show like like by the by the, the door whatever or, you know everything was nice we are having a good time and then Doug and I were, were standing by the door talking to one of the girls from Two Shorts crew of women and that guy immediately came over and he's like okay guys so that's it and uh, we'll take it easy we'll see you later and they what? escorted us out and I was like oh I guess we're not allowed yeah. wait why are you confused about why they were protective like if you have hose around you don't want random dudes talking to your hose that's how it works I don't I don't use especially the guy you tell to sit in the closet I don't <laughs> they don't they don't need no Joes from different area codes talking to their hose <laughs> But thank you for being here tonight, and also, you. your, uh, I noticed that you pinned a tweet on your Twitter page about how you're doing a monthly thing for Fangoria? Yeah, I was. Uh, it's done already? No, yeah, well, <laughs> Fangoria's kind of in a weird, I, I don't know what's going on, but uh, my editor left, and uh, 
And, but yeah, I it, the the, the, the co- article the, the stories are still up there. I wrote a short, I did a monthly short fiction uh, horror sort of comedy thing for them. I did, did a story once a month. There's about nine stories up. Uh, so I did it throughout last year. But thank you for mentioning that. Like check it out. It's called Some Severe Situations. If you Google that and my name, you'll find it. Uh, and I hope you like it. Yeah, hope you don't think it's dog shit. <laughs> but if you do, be sure to let him know. At Joe DeRosa. Yeah, tweet me. <laughs> nice dog shit. Um, <laughs> joining us for the second time on the program, but the first time in the United States, it's Scroobius Pip, everybody. Hello. nice to be out here yeah what are you doing in the uh california i mean i've been here less than 24 hours so i'm not really sh- sure sure anything, all of a yeah. sudden i'm on stage um there's people there's there's wrestlers on the wall for some reason i don't know what's going on but yeah um, i'm just out to have uh, it's la i'm out to have meetings and stuff <laughs> genuinely <laughs> i'm out to have meetings and stuff and i just said that out loud in front of people that's what i'm here for just <laughs> just meetings you know la la stuff what am I going to do? At least you're not in the closet. Yeah, true. <laughs> true. I know where you can find some hoes. <laughs> so you get a lot of free waters at these meetings? Have you had any meetings yet? No. That's a I'm, big thing at meetings. You get a free water. And they start tomorrow, so I'll be sure not to, to yeah. fill up on, there you go. on water. And take the, wa- take the water no matter what. It's a sign of weakness if you don't. I'm just going <laughs> to down it God, as soon as I walk in. <laughs> just down it and slam it on the table. Stop now. And you have a very popular podcast as well, yes? I do. I have the Distraction Pieces podcast, which, yeah, it's been going down well. I've had loads of, of actors and stuff on, people like Simon Pegg and Nick Frost, and, and yeah, some good people. Those guys are nice. They're lovely. Yeah. They're wonderful. I've, I've kind of worked through all of their, 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 their gang. I had Garth Jennings on and, and Paddy Considine, who was in Hot Fuzz and a load of things. So I'm kind of I'm working through their whole, their whole crew. And they're just, yeah, they're just a 60 to 90 minutes of rambling. It's good fun. It works, honestly, I swear. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure people will check it out if they, if they haven't already. That time that uh, I did the show over in London that you were on, we had a, we had a, uh, a lovely time there as It was well. good fun. Yeah, it was really fun. I did fun. terrible. You did? Yeah, I didn't do very good. So you don't think you're going to do well tonight? Because these guys, uh, they, they, uh, I think they know their movie trivia well, a little well, bit. Well, I, I did terrible, but I bought a really good gift. And today I've got a shit gift, so I'm thinking... <laughs> oh, okay. Hopefully going to smash it. Yeah. You know? That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm trying to balance it out. All right. And uh, joining us for his, I think, maybe second or third time on the show, something like that. It's like kind of one and a half, because the other time we did it, it was like a thing for my movie. We did a thing for his uh, movie a few uh, years back called Kings of Summer. And uh, you guys don't know what that is. Nobody saw that movie. (laughs) No, it was a great movie, and you know, arguably the reason why you're now uh, the director of Kong Skull Island Woo! in theaters. In theaters this Friday. Watch that shit. 
Watch it. <laughs> it's super weird because when you're promoting an indie, you have to go out and be like, guys, just tell everyone, go and see the movie. It makes a big difference. Tell your friends. And then I'm still here promoting a giant, like, hundred plus million dollar movie being like, guys, word of mouth, tell people. Like, you're worried that people aren't going to know about it and there's a billboard on every yeah, fucking Yeah, have you street. noticed these giant monkeys all over town? You have the same reaction. Like, guys, please, honestly, word of mouth, it matters. You got to go see it this weekend. <laughs> Well, that's we were talking backstage that like it's hard to foresee that like uh, a, something like Logan would come out the week before and uh, be so huge, and uh, and there, then therefore a threat. Yeah, well, we're sandwiched between Logan and Beauty and the Beast, so. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like get, get your like, money fast. But it's just crazy. But like, in what world is like the giant monster movie the like the underdog? <laughs> <laughs> and that's just the world and in March too you know it's not like we're in May right now it's March it's like we're already in giant monster season yeah so. no it's really uh, it's all been pushed up to like the summer movies start real early yeah like, real weird like uh, February 10th it's just gonna be all, all year first, round first summer movie <laughs> yeah uh, and, but you're uh, happy with the uh, finished like I know that the process was something you uh, were kind of I don't want to put words in your mouth, but you did start growing a beard to commemorate the, the hell that is making this movie. Uh, <laughs> thanks, thanks, Doug. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, look but at my face. I look like an idiot. Um, it's a big uh, I'm super proud of it. It's, it's, it's fucking weird. It's super strange. I promise you it's not the movie that you would think it is. Because my first reaction was like, why would you make a new King Kong movie? As most of you probably think. <laughs> and most of the world probably thinks. Well, the and reason it's, is... It's to, fucking nuts. To so. make, make it like it's if King Kong met uh, Tropic Thunder? More like Apocalypse <laughs> Now. Apocalypse Now? You know there's a movie before Tropic Thunder called Apocalypse Now. Yeah. They were like inspired by Yeah, it. yeah, I'm sure there was a little bit of inspiration there. Just a little bit. Uh, yeah, you make it weird and it's like, it's honestly like it's a crazy like kaiju movie as much as it's like a, a King Kong movie and it's, it's. I mean, honestly, you guys are going to walk out of this movie and like John C. Riley alone is going to blow your fucking brains open. <laughs> like every, everyone everyone knows who John C. Riley is and he's like, he's a, he's a famous actor and comedian but like you will walk out of this movie again and be like, who the fuck is that guy? Like that, that's that's how good he is in this film. It's very funny that one trailer that ends with John C. Riley going, "You guys, we should be here. This is not a good idea." And he's like smiling and laughing as he says it. It's just like, okay, this is this is going to be a fun, another fun performance from him. And uh, yeah, I'm psyched but about. Go the see it this weekend. Yeah, please. This weekend, you guys. <laughs> My livelihood actually depends on you guys. And if and I promise you, walk out of it and be like. Oh, that's not what I... Th Look, honestly, like, how many of you, when you heard there's a new King Kong movie, like, raise your hands, were like, why would I go see a new King Kong movie? Yeah, a bunch of you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And rightfully so. We have to so. tell the listeners, a yeah. bunch of people. <laughs> <laughs> and, but, and rightfully so. Like, you're 100% allowed to think that, and I promise you, all those people that raised your hands, go and see it this weekend, and then tweet me or find me, not at my house, but somewhere, <laughs> um, and don't send me nudes. Fucking weird. <laughs> um, but if, like, if you guys raise your hands, like go see it this weekend, and if you don't like it, I will pay you back. Oh, Straight that's up. what a deal. <laughs> make note that there was only like ten people that raised their hands. <laughs> Somebody just pop champagne. <laughs> Free so, movie. So excited. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to hate this new movie. <laughs> Just that emergency champagne bottle. <laughs> I really, 
I feel like such a fucking loser right now. He's no like, champagne. I directed the biggest movie of the year, and I'm like, I write stories for the internet. <laughs> God damn it. Go see Joe's stories, everybody. <laughs> Don't worry. Look at my face. I look like an idiot. You're fine. You were, you were the guy in the closet, and you still look cooler than me. <laughs> All right. So when do you cut the beard off? Do you is it a new th- permanent thing or is I it don't a, know. Now it's like if, I mean the release so, date Friday. Honestly, at first it started as like a playoff beard, being like fuck it, I got this. And also I'm lazy as hell, so like making a movie like this, I imported, I deleted like important childhood memories to like think about monkeys and shit and monsters, because uh, <laughs> my brain's like a hard drive; it only has so much space. So you're like, well, gotta make room for something. <laughs> And uh, and then I just was like, well, I can't really handle shaving every day. And then this just started happening. And now it's here, and it's like, fuck. Because I've met so many people in the last year that if I shave, I'm going to have to reintroduce myself. Like, do you, do you know how much it sucks reintroducing yourself to someone that you know and you are friendly with? Like, how terrible that makes you feel as a human being. We're like, hey, Doug, it's me, Jordan. And you're like, oh, oh it's yeah. Jordan. Vote Roberts. Oh, like, it's the yeah. worst. Well, also, getting in and out of the country is probably going to be hard under, under this administration. Well, but, but that's part of it. Like, after this, I'm going to move to Asia for a little bit, and uh, no one can have this beard there. So, like, they can't grow facial hair like this here. So I look like a fucking crazy person. You're just going there for fun? I mean, we shot part of the movie in Vietnam, and I fell in love with that place. It's, like, the most beautiful, weird country on the planet, and the people, like, they're, like, Japan, Korea, and Vietnam are all countries. This is like really heavy, but like they're all countries that have had like hor- horrific, terrible things happen in like recent history. And so being in LA where everyone's like, I'm looking out for me, I'm taking water meetings. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like you, you go to a country like that and people are like gracious and appreciative of life and like care about other human beings. And then you get back to LA and they're like, yeah, have you seen my Instagram? You know, and like they like, let you talk to their hoes in Vietnam. Yeah, in Vietnam, <laughs> <laughs> you could talk to them for a long time. I hear. Uh, you know, but I, I just fell in love with the place, and so I just want to like. Uh, I'm just gonna go travel around Asia for a little bit and That's relax. Cool. This has been this has been two and a half years of my life. Yeah, so. it's it's huge, and so you don't have any other film projects. Planned or lined up or anything? No, I got other things planned, and there's like a video game movie I want to do and some other stuff. But like, uh, I want to go and just like live my life for a minute. Like, I don't know. It's super easy in this business to like, be like I'm just I'm about my work. I'm about my work, and then you like wake up and you're like, what am I? Who are my friends? What, what do I do with my time? What's happening? It's so like I've just exited this crazy bubble where like 24/7 I think about monkeys and monsters and <laughs> napalm and shit like that. How many times have you seen? Uh, Kong Skull Island beginning to end as probably like 700 oh my god it's maddening but the only part that makes it worthwhile is like going and like watching you guys actually like react and jump and I'm telling you this movie is like way funnier and way like there's like a cannibal holocaust reference in this movie (laughs) it's it's fucking weird uh, and but like then you go and you watch it with an audience like you're gonna be there he's coming to the premiere on uh, Wednesday you can email him for tickets (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, we'll put him in your loot crate (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and so you go and you 
you you watch it so many times, and then you finally see it with an audience where people like jump and react. And I like I can't tell you how amazing John C is in this movie, and like and the, the like industrial light and magic like made my childhood. Like they. The, the, the shit they do in this movie is incredible. So you watch it with them, and suddenly you're watching it for the first time again. But I had to record a audio commentary today, and it was like, it was like being in the closet. It was, it was like, I want to leave. Why am I still here? I'm freaking out. Because it's interesting to record the commentary before the movie's open, so you don't really know the uh, overall reaction to it. Well, the super weird thing is I just made predictions about the future. Like, it's so great we made this much money opening weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy everyone came out. <laughs> My life's changed. <laughs> and so that was a mistake. And this is the, the, how does this Kong compare to previous Kongs in terms of like, he's much, much bigger. In, yeah, in I mean, he's, he's 100 feet tall because, um, and everyone's like, oh, you want him to be tall because he used to fight Godzilla, right? And it's like, no, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> but he's tall to me because like, if you and I were to, like, if you and I were to sit here and there was no roof here and we looked out and there's this giant monkey towering over you, like at what point does your brain go from being like, like your first response, the first synapse in your brain fires and goes, not, that's a big monkey or that's a big ape or wow, that thing's really big, but I'm looking at a god. Like, how big does he have to be for, for to elicit that reaction? And, like, the whole movie is about gods and men and, and, like, what it is to be confronted with something that much bigger than you. So he's fucking huge. <laughs> but he's also, like, a throwback to the the 33 film. He's, like, a, he's like a movie monster. He's not just, like, a, a anatomically correct gorilla uh, anymore. Like, he, like, stand, he's a biped. He stands on two feet. And instead of kind of being, like, a simian, like, he carries himself with, like, a, a pride and, like, a nobility. And he's like, he's, uh, he's, like, this lonely god and protector of the island. You guys ever play, like, Shadow of the Colossus, the video mm -hmm. game? <laughs> It's like that. Nice. He's got like that like weird melancholy feel to him. Sounds fucking awesome. It, I mean, go and watch I'm it. I'm excited about it. I, I was so. excited about it from when I first heard about it. Well, that great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was because I like King Kong movies a lot, and I like the Godzilla movies, and uh, and uh, I I think it sounds fucking really cool, and the cast is great too. The cast is amazing. John C. Riley, John Goodman. <laughs> He's a fucking legend, like Brie Larson, Tom Hiddleston, two of the kids from Straight Outta Compton, uh, Sam Jackson. Like, it's it's crazy. Uh, it's like, I can't believe I got to work with those guys. But this Friday, I guess. Or Thursday night. Thursday night. <laughs> Thursday night's when all the real fans go see the Friday movies. Honestly, though, you watch, like, the IMAX version, because <laughs> you're right, this has been a hard process and a great process, but you're in this crazy black hole for super long. And you're like, oh my god, you don't know up from down anymore. Like you've just been focused on this one thing for so long. You're like, is this, I don't know, is this, does this work? Is this good? Do people like this? And you're in this crazy hole. And then you watch the movie. Like the first time I saw the movie in IMAX, you have this like childlike response. We're like, oh my god, I made a movie that's on an IMAX screen. Like this is a, this is a big movie. <laughs> and like, and then it just makes everything worthwhile. So if you can see it in IMAX, do it because it's fucking dope. Can you can you ban it from ever being sh shown on a plane? <laughs> Because it feels like the wrong movie to be, like, just the screen. Because it's so tiny and it's meant that it's so big Honestly, and colossal. That would be horrible. Well, it's not just that, but also, like, every time I leave a plane and you watch it, someone's like, oh, what'd you watch? By the time I'm in the airport on the way out, I'm like, oh, I don't remember. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, because your brain true. just doesn't think about that shit. Yeah, I have, well, I have plane movies, though, that I watch. Yeah. I have, I, well, Flight <laughs> uh, <laughs> and Sully. <laughs> Alive. Alive. That's the third one. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, Sully is great the way they, uh, you know, uh, Sully only ha successfully landed the plane in the water, but yet they still have two sequences in the movie where he dreams about what would happen if the plane had hit a building instead. It's just like, oh, great. So something that worked out fine. We have to, we have to still sit here and watch the nightmare scenarios. Did you see Flight as well? Uh-huh. Because Flight almost feels like the... Like if Sully was a movie from the 50s, Flight feels like the 2017 remake. <laughs> yeah. Like, in this time, the plane's upside down! And he's shit-faced! <laughs> no, I thought somebody should have taken Tom Hanks' Sully from that movie and then just put him in the scene with Denzel Washington in Flight where he wakes up the day of a flight and he's with the uh, flight attendant and they're yeah. doing blow and <laughs> <laughs> drinking and smoking weed and like... Like, you know, everything's going... But, but, like, just have Sully in that situation. <laughs> also, doesn't that movie... Doesn't Sully make, like, the the like, safety organization the bad guy? Like, isn't that, like, a very modern Well, there's day a lot life? of... There, yeah, the, the movie... The, the drama in the movie is debating whether or not he did the right thing. But it's like, but again, the bad guys we all the... know that he did the right thing because everybody fucking lived. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Sully. <laughs> He's walking around the movie going, what's the body? what does he say, the souls? How many souls? How many souls? You know, he, he wanted to know for sure. How many souls on board? Everybody lived, yeah, and they did. So good for him. Just, Let's take a moment It wasn't Sully, that exciting guys. of a movie watching them. You know, they just kept showing simu simulations of if he'd gone to, you know, the different airports he could have gone to. It's, instead Imagine. Of, yeah. Instead of the Hudson International. And we knew... We knew how it ended. Nobody didn't know <laughs> that he was still a hero when you yeah. went into the movie. Nobody was like, how's this going to turn out at the end? Is he, is he guilty? <laughs> you knew, you know. So that kind of ruined some of the... But that's every Tom Hanks movie, isn't it? You kind uh, of know it's, he's going to turn out to be a nice guy and it's all going to be yeah. lovely. I know. When's he going to play a prick <laughs> in something? He, he needs should play to. a bad guy in something. He be got great. to play a couple bad, or, you know, a bad character in that Cloud Atlas movie where he played a bunch of characters. <laughs> oh, yeah. But then he had to be in those futuristic scenes where they, their, their, their dialogue was so weird, their little future language that they tried to I like create. that movie. You like it's got movie? some good parts. I, it's definitely got I, some good parts. That movie parts. is like, I'll take an interesting failure over like, and that movie's not necessarily a failure, but like every movie in the theater right now is like, like you guys watch a trailer and by the time the trailer's done, you're like, well, I've seen that before. You know, like, right. I, I'll take a movie that like swings for the fences and like tries weird shit. All right. uh, even if it's not like a perfectly well-rounded film over like the same shit over and over again. I can see it in the ads now. Kong, Skull Island, interesting failure. <laughs> <laughs> And you know what? I'll take it. I'll take it. 100%. That's what I was going for. Richard Roper says, well, at least they gave it a shot. I, I'd, ra I'd rather have an interesting failure than, mm, that was safe. Like, yeah, what? right? Come on. Yeah. Well, do you think Cloud Atlas, yeah, Cloud Atlas, though, was, I, I really, I felt like it was a lot of shiny stuff happening, but there wasn't a lot underneath the... Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but still, the fact that that narrative even makes a little bit of sense, right. like the fact that it even makes this much sense, considering how ambitious it is, I actually think like that's a huge undertaking. Well, that's cool. And some of the stuff in it is super—it's it's not even—but some of the stuff is super dope. Okay. And like I, you know, so I'll I'll take that for sure. I prefer the ambition of uh, Cloud Atlas over the absolute like uh, you know, it feels like there's no story or anything in in like Speed Racer or. Uh, I thought you were gonna say Sully, and I was like, no Jupiter. one's ever compared Sully and Cloud Atlas before. <laughs> Jupiter. 
Ascended. Is that the one where Channing Tatum has the Spock ears yeah. the whole time? Oh, my he has gosh. Spock ears he's and like he a dog. Fly. He's half of a dog. He's part dog. Yes. And, yeah, he's got. Uh, he's playing the giant space candy character. He's always sniffing Mila Kunis' ass. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, those, not great. And I didn't, oh, like, I didn't like that his catchphrase to the movie was, hey, hey, Mila, I got a bone I'd like to bury. In the movie, he refers to her by her real name. <laughs> yeah. And the catchphrase. talks about a bone he wants to bury. Yeah. Keeps making shitty dog jokes through the whole movie. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> That'd be so good. But talking about taking a chance and swinging for the fences, like everybody hated Eddie Redmayne in that movie, but it's just, it's on par with his other performances as uh, Stephen Hawking or as the Danish girl in that he just fucking goes for it. And then, you know, if the movie sucks, then, it, well, of course he's going to suck. Can you, you imagine know? from their perspective, like, that movie came out, like, literally, I think, weeks after he won the Oscar. Yeah. And they shot it before, and he must be like, ah. Yeah. It's like the, <laughs> it's like the Norbit effect. <laughs> the classic I, Norbit effect. <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to go on record here. I think Norbit is hilarious. I, I truly do find the movie very funny. All right, show of hands. Who's with Joe? Nobody. Come on! We got one. And he's in the there front is row. Guy, the front row. Terry Crews. There's a scene where Terry Crews lays out a blueprint for his dream strip club that he wants to build, and he goes, "I call it Nippleopolis." <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> Yeah, but that's really like every man's dream, right? That's not like, that's not unique to that film. I've actually never seen Norbit, so maybe you're right. No, I no, he's really not right. Him. But um, <laughs> <laughs> let's talk prize bag, you guys. Let's start with uh, Joe DeRosa. What'd you bring for the prize bag as a, as a first-time guest on the show? Well, I brought this brand-new DVD. It has never been opened or watched. It is called The Dead Undead, Vampires vs. Zombies. Uh, I belong to a uh, subscription service called Horror Pack where I get four movies a month for a fee. They, you pay like 20 bucks a month and they send you four movies and you get to keep them. And uh, I keep most of them, but then some I'm like, fuck this. This uh, one. So this is one of those. This one you didn't even crack the, uh, you didn't even crack the plastic on it. Now I Googled like you could it. You just tell from the, oh, what, what did Google say? It, nothing came up. So I was like, okay, I'm going to give this away. Legitimately nothing came up? I couldn't find anything, so I was just like, all right, that's... I, I have so many movies at home, I have to draw the line somewhere. It's funny, they say mankind's greatest fear becomes its only hope, but then that makes me wonder, is our greatest fear the vampires or the zombies? Vampires, for sure. You think? Yeah, so, people don't side with zombies the same way. Vampires right. are like, like deep thought like sexual creatures and zombies like no people will go to people don't go to see movies to see like romance with zombies people like there's a whole fucking franchise about like sexy vampires didn't they try that though what was that one uh, warm, bodies. warm bodies tried to have a teen romance just uh, wasn't as sexy as vampires was it just didn't get there I, I've been thinking about that name since you said it I, and I can't get my head around the dead undead like the undeads are the dead undead aren't they they're yeah. Like the un just undead is the dead Listen, undead. I had many. They were dead and then they're undead. I had so what's many the dead good, undead? Uh, good reasons for giving this movie away tonight. <laughs> the Sleepless Nights was one of them. Yeah. But I what, think what, how are the, the dead? That's just un. I'm so confused. 
It's not good. No. <laughs> yeah. But it's I implying that the normal undead aren't dead yet, and that's just us. So are we all undead? Because we're not dead. Because if they need to clarify that the dead are undead, then that's... Hey man, are you, are you dead or undead? No idea anymore. <laughs> I thought I knew until tonight. I see what you mean. It's like a double negative, it's, right? I wish, it's like, confusing. you know how there's like, stay woke? I wish it was just like, stay undead. Stay undead. <laughs> so, yeah, so I guess the vampires hey, eat bro, the... Hey, bro, stay undead. They eat the zombies, right? That's the... What's that? I'm guessing the vampires eat the zombies. That's they don't what eat happens. the zombies? There's no appeal or feed no. on the zombies. First of all, vampires can't eat things to begin with. That's what makes them a vampire. It says yeah. vampires versus zombies and mankind... Versus! It doesn't say vampires eat zombies. <laughs> but the, the thing... That what do you think? Greatest... Their, their special trick is, oh, we can just eat them. <laughs> I've known... I know you've These been, are delicious. I know you've been in a jungle for the last 11 months. You got to back off of me a little bit. Yeah. I just got off a plane from lunch. I just, <laughs> just theorize. I'd say our greatest fear is our greatest hope. That must mean they, they sick the vampires on the zombies. Go eat those people. And then we're fine. Yeah, no that's one what it says, says here is that there's a, the vampires take the defenseless humans under their wing. And an all-out war between vampires and zombies begins. But uh, again, that doesn't seem like. Seems like vampires are, you know, just want to be suave and sit around in houses without mirrors. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how they could take on a whole a whole army of of the wa Walking Dead. Well, one lucky customer tonight is going to find out. <laughs> <laughs> one lucky customer. <laughs> All right, Scroobius Pip, what do you got for our prize bag situation? Well, you've got to be aware that I found out I was doing this like four hours ago, and I'm in a country that isn't my own country, so I was restricted to what's on sale in the shop next door in Meltdown. So I've got some comics, unsurprisingly. That's perfect, yeah. But, but I themed them. I went for people I've had on my podcast. Oh, that's fun. So I've got um, Alan Moore's writing comics, because I had Alan Moore on. Very it was cool. great. He did. He 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 kept telling me uh, because I do like I come from spoken word and hip hop as well. And Alan Moore kept saying, "It's like I used to do like poetry. I've got this 11-minute poem that I still remember to this day. I've not I've not done it since the 70s, and I left it hanging for ages before I said, do you want to do it?' Because it was so obvious he wanted to do it. So I just kept <laughs> moving on. He kept going. Still to this day, I can remember. <laughs> I can st I can still to this day remember the words. So that I went go on in. <laughs> And it was amazing. It's fantastic. Um, I've also got Jennifer Blood by Garth Ennis. He was fantastic. Um, Injection by Warren Ellis, um, which is what I came here to buy because I thought I'd bought it online to read on my flight. I bought book two. So it just sat in front of me. So I came to get book one so I can read book two on the way back. And the last one is uh, The Wicked and the Divine by um, Kieran Gillen and, and Jamie McKelvey, who both came on the podcast as well. And they're all really good books that I've read and enjoyed. Now, so. The Wicked and the Divine, is that about a, a battle between The Wicked and The Divine? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically, The Wicked eat The Divine. Because <laughs> The Wicked are always eating shit. <laughs> you know what they're like. Well, We've that's all a been great, there. Uh, great bag of uh, comics you. there, right? From right here at uh, Meltdown Comics. 
So good job. Yeah, I uh, I often resort to saying that to my guests when they're like, I don't know, I, what am I supposed to bring for the prize bag? I'm like, there's a whole place you could shop in <laughs> right next door. So that works out great. And uh, Jordan brought for us a uh, DVD I have of uh, a Blu-ray. Oh, sorry, Blu-ray of my first movie, Kings of Summer, yeah. which is signed by me and therefore meaningless. <laughs> Uh, no one really saw this movie, so I think you're all fake clapping because no one's ever seen no, it. No, they saw, saw it and they loved it, yeah. I hope so, but yeah. you like you make an indie and no one even knows it exists. So yeah. uh, thank you guys if you did see it. And then I also have a poster from Kong that's signed by me and not none of my famous actors, just me. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's also worthless. <laughs> but but someone can have that. Yeah, that's great. And uh, yeah, one person's going to walk away with all this stuff. Uh, before we get to the game portion, I'd like to uh, quickly ask all my guests the same question. We'll start with uh, Pip on the end there. I could call you Pip? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what was the last movie you saw? Did you did you watch something on the uh, plane? I did, but I've watched a, a movie s since then. Oh, you watched a movie on the plane, got here to the States, and then watched another movie? Yeah. I, 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 I quite enjoy movies. <laughs> <laughs> It's not, it's not quite at, at your level yet, but I quite did, enjoy them. I watched. Where did you see it? Um, Arclight. Okay. Was um, that your first time at the Arclight? Yes, it was. It's neat, right? Yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Good chat. <laughs> um, it, I, I went to see Get Out, and Woo! yeah, it was as fucking amazing as everyone says. And there was numerous points in the film where I was like, Right, I get it. It's like this is good, and then it just impressed me over, and it just kept impressing me more and more. From the direction to the performances to the right and everything is fucking great. Yeah, I, I still haven't seen it yet, and I'm uh, I'm very excited about it. It's good. Okay, yeah, it's fucking great, right? I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I thought it was really it. really good. Yeah, we uh yeah, I just saw that too. It was awesome. So good. I have, that's I have all, is that's that your answer? To say. Everyone's like, no. it's great. Is that your answer, Joe, to the most recent movie you saw? Uh, no, the most. I, that, I, that's the most recent movie I saw in the theater. But uh, I watched half of Inferno last night, which is the sequel <laughs> to Suspiria, and I was too fucking tired. Uh, <laughs> but the last full movie I saw new was Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, and it sucked. <laughs> it really sucked. What didn't you like about it? Uh, well, your boy, Eddie Raymond, who you're just singing praises for, played it real flat. Yeah, yeah. Colin it's not, spoiler alert. It's Colin, not an interesting character. No. And this is a spoiler. Colin Farrell turns into Johnny Depp at the end of the movie. Which, <laughs> I was like, is That's that never supposed to be funny, thing. that part? It just wasn't good. I don't know. I don't know. My friend Pat, I have a movie podcast called We'll See You in Hell, and my co-host and I talked about it, and Pat Walsh, my co-host, was exasperated over how much he hated it. And he goes, it's a movie about a guy that for some reason carries around a suitcase of dangerous animals and then is upset when they get out. <laughs> <laughs> it is odd that the title says, where, you know, where can you find them or where to find them. And through the entire movie, we know that they're either in that bag or just escape from that bag. <laughs> yeah. I will say though that like it's an extension of the Harry Potter franchise and I was never into that. So I had some friends in town recently who were like, "Hey, we want to show you these movies." And I was like, mm, "No, no, 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 no." But then that was better than like talking to them. So I was like, "Fine." <laughs> 
they're great people. I was just I was overwhelmed. I had movies in my brain. So I watched all the Harry Potter movies in the course of like a week. And every single time one of those movies ended, I was like, that's the ending of this movie? Are you kidding me? Like, they're like, it's a great saga as a whole, but as individual movies, like, I go to the film to see, like, a beginning, middle, and end. Mm. That's what I think is powerful about film. And every one of those movies, it ends, and you're like, wait, that, are you really? That, that's the whole story in this one movie, and people fucking love it, and they eat it up. And that's why everyone's silent right now, because <laughs> they're all fucking well, huge Harry Potter nerds. Well, guess what? Fantastic Beasts is your Harry Potter movie because it ends in a bakery. (laughs) (laughs) The weird thing is Kong ends in a bakery, too. (laughs) Uh, What was the last movie you saw uh, other than Kong, of course? Yes, I've seen Kong three times in the last three days. Um, (laughs) In three different continents, too. Did you see something else recently? I saw Hell or High Water, and I fucking loved it. I, I, I was like sleeping on that movie. I wasn't paying attention to it. And like, it's one of those things where like, you can tell generally from a movie by like the first shot, like whether there's like something that's going to grab you. And like, uh, Ben Foster's so fucking good in that movie. But there's, there, there were like five or six things that happened in that film where I was like, whoa, okay. Like, it's just the, the, anything that catches you off guard like that, I love. Have you seen it? Yes. You didn't like it? I saw it twice <laughs> in theaters. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't fucking around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I loved it. Uh, Scroobius Pip uh, d- DM'd me today to let me know that he was in town for a week, and um, uh, he called. Uh, he said that he's in Moonlight, Moonlight Land, and I. <laughs> I, enjoy, I, enjoy, I enjoyed that very much. Good to be here. That you put that you put that strong of a piece of comedy just in a DM. <laughs> I uh, I watched Moana on uh, one of the flights today, flying home from uh, Florida, and uh, it's fine. <laughs> People had convinced me that the songs were really good, but I didn't like the songs particularly. It's all right. Is that that's one of the, it's an animated movie, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. If you're writing out a review, it'd be funny to just write out Meh Moana. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but spoken it doesn't work as someone well. tried to convince me to watch that while I was on a plane and it was like no that's absolutely not what I'm going to watch I'm going to sleep first of all but I would definitely not watch Moana on a plane like it was Tom Hiddleston trying to tell me to do it because he, he, he loves movies like that and and so like I love him he's my Shut dear the friend fuck but, up Loki yeah. <laughs> yeah. pretty that's much the, that's pretty the much. shittiest thing Loki ever did <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he got he got banished to to Moana. <laughs> I'd watch that movie. <laughs> it's kind of fun the way Moana, uh, not Moana. I, I, before I saw it, I would just always assume that uh, the Rock's character was Moana, but it's the girl. <laughs> the girl is Moana, and um, but the Rock's character has lots of tattoos, and the tattoos move around and do things. Uh, so that's kind of a fun. Like in Fun the, visual. It, it like magic or? Yeah, he's supposed to be a demigod, and the but like the the tattoos will like act out little scenarios and argue like argue a, with a him about what his sassy personality. Be. Like, do they do they have their own? They're like a sidekick. Kind of. Yeah, they're kind of like a Greek chorus, but they're drawn on him, and they normal. Just sort of react. To totally things. normal. <laughs> yeah, and then this is one where the animals don't talk, but there's a little pig for a little while. 
and then there's a uh, a chicken that's in it quite a bit. And the joke is how dumb the chicken is. Like the do- the chicken will like eat a rock and then swallow it and then throw it back up and then go back to trying to eat it again. It's real fun. <laughs> <laughs> It's fun for all ages, right. especially the dumber ages. <laughs> <laughs> the toddler or the senile person. <laughs> but um, enough talk about movies. That's not what we're here for. <laughs> this is the part of the show where I say, let the games begin. Guys, we've got a lot of uh, amazing name tags to choose from. Uh, Los Angeles has really stepped up tonight, and I appreciate that. And uh, all you got to do is uh, just get up and go physically grab the uh, name tag that you'd like to play on behalf of uh, in the games this evening. And while you do that, we'll go to a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. As mentioned before, today's episode is brought to you in part by our friends at Squarespace. Whatever your next big idea might be, count on Squarespace to help you create an eye-catching online platform that brings it to life. Whether you're planning to start a new business, launch a creative project, or change careers, Squarespace's beautifully designed templates and customizable features give you everything you need to look like an expert right from the start. You even get a unique domain to set you apart in your field. Plus, with Squarespace's award-winning templates, creating a beautiful website is a simple and intuitive process. You can add and arrange your content and features with the click of a mouse. And there's nothing to install, patch, or upgrade, ever. Though, if you do have a question, Squarespace's award-winning 24-7 customer support can help you with any problem, no matter how technical or trivial seeming. Think of them as your very own IT department. So make your next move and start your free trial at squarespace.com today. Enter the offer code DOUG to get 10% off your first purchase, plus a free domain. Again, that's D-O-U-G, DOUG. Let's not forget about our good pals at Loot Crate. On a quest for epic gear, housewares, and collectibles, Loot Crate offers a wide range of pop culture items for less than 20 bucks a month. Whether you're shopping for the geek in your life or the geek within, Loot Crate is the best surprise you can expect. Every month, there's a different theme featuring new exclusive items that you can't find anywhere else. This month's Loot Crate is going primal. Answer the call of the wild and unleash the beasts of some of pop culture's most ferocious franchises with this savagely sweet collection of items from Overwatch, Wolverine, Jurassic World, and Predator. And as always, each box includes our monthly tea and pin. Treat yourself every month or give the gift of geeking out to a friend or loved one. You have until 9 p.m. Pacific time on the 19th to subscribe and receive this month's crate. And when the cutoff happens, that's it. It's over. Make sure to head to lootcrate.com slash Doug and enter the code Doug to save three bucks off any new subscription today. Back to the show. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. All right, we're back. 
And yeah. And I just, because he was walking around, I just noticed uh, Pip's t-shirt is an intense Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Oh, wow. What, what's that about? I, I just I saw it in a shop and I liked it. And um, <laughs> um, uh, well, we discussed the last what time I was on. What does it say? You were wearing that shirt the last time you were on? No, 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 no. It says fly. Oh, okay. But, but last time we were on, we discussed, I've, in, in the last couple of years, I've started acting. And he was the last uh, six foot four guy to get serious roles. <laughs> like, not comedy roles. So he's a big inspiration. I'm six foot four. I want to be the next Jeff Goldblum. I think that's, that sounds doable. You've got to have a target, right? Yeah. Is he that tall? You have a, yeah, he's, he's, he's tall. He was, he was in a film called The Tall Man. Yes. <laughs> he was. So that's kind of, that was his breakout role. So he set his stool out quite early. Which one's Jeff Goldblum? The Tall Man. Yeah. yeah but the the like, one. It, tall. Is he fly? Tall yeah, guy. he's in a movie yeah, called exactly. The Fly. Like, that, doesn't, that doesn't mean anything. See, he was trying to just be descriptive with all of his early films. <laughs> I'm tall. I'm fly. <laughs> Did you ever see The Fly with Jeff Goldblum? Yeah, it's great. Oh my God, it's one of the best movies I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. He's in my favorite version of uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Yes. That's the, he's in the one from the like late 70s, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. With Donald Sutherland yeah. and everybody. Yeah, that movie is. It's very good. Oh, it's incredible. Yeah, that little weird uh, half man, half dog thing that comes out at one point. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty gross. Did you ever yeah. see the Abel Ferrara one? Abel Ferrara did a remake yeah. in the late 80s, early 90s, which was a very strange thing. Yeah, I didn't care for that. It's not as good. No. Well, because it's an art house guy doing a horror movie. It's, yeah. You know, he, he clearly goes for what it's about underneath. Does it have a chicken that eats rocks? Yeah. <laughs> and it pukes it up again. I'm a sucker for a chicken <laughs> eats a rock, pukes it up. It's, it's the puking so it really up again that's that good. Movie we're talking about. It's, the that? it's the puking it up again that I part makes of the reason he that's yeah. what I like. Part yeah. of the reason he eats the rock is it's foreshadowing about how later he's gonna he's gonna eat Dwayne Johnson. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, not even his character in the movie, but Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, because he's the rock. But, um... <laughs> who are you playing for, Joe? I'm playing for From Dustin Till Dawn. Uh, oh, I, we talked about Pip was your shirt. I didn't even get to your name tag. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm playing for Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Always have been. Uh, you're playing for... Someone made a poster that says Funny James on Yeah, it? just Funny James. I liked it because it's quite descriptive. Again, it's like the Jeff Goldblum thing. I'm into descriptive uh, films. So Funny James, yeah. Which is That's instead funny of games. Funny Games? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I, I enjoyed that. All right, Joe. Sorry I interrupted yours. That's okay. I'm just... This, this is from Dustin Till Dawn, and uh, I love this movie, and I thought that was a clever play on the title if your name is Dustin yeah and uh, he did a nice job yeah he put that on uh, Twitter today and wrote to me did I do this right and I was like yeah that seems about right <laughs> movie movie pun your face my face good job but there it's hard to choose there's a lot of good ones out there this yeah was, no uh, it, I mean also it, it is difficult the people listening won't know that you weren't actually willing to put your microphone down so you were only choosing from the front two rows was was about your scope and range in that one <laughs> That was more just the <laughs> physical shape I'm in. <laughs> Walking past the first two rows seemed too overbearing for me. 
Jordan, well, who are you playing for? Well, actually, now I regret it because I see his that's like all handmade. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do my man Brandon like that because <laughs> I'm playing for Oh Brandon, where art thou? <laughs> but. I really wish I was Dom of the Dead at this point. But, Brandon, I still got your back. I still got you. <laughs> I still got you. Yeah, Dom just gets a nice mention. How's that feel? You feel all warm? Good. All right. <laughs> okay, so you guys, so you can put your name tags down, and uh, but face up, please, so I can still read them. <laughs> Funny James is all rolled up. He does not care. He does not treat his name tag very well. But that's cool. It was like that when you got it, right? Yeah, it's not me that didn't treat well. No, no, I'm not, up real quick. I'm not blaming you. If anyone was confused there, I've treated it beautifully. <laughs> with the utmost respect since I've had it. Good. <laughs> All right. Oh, I'm just going to adjust it. I'm going to okay. put a bit of the mic lead on oh, it I like to it. hold it flat. I like that. That's oh, perfect. Yeah. Now we always know. But now it's just fun James. Fun James. <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's two guys on the poster. One could be funny James and the other is fun James. <laughs> little, little slight little differences between the two. Um, this first game we're going to play is somewhat new to the show, but I'm absolutely loving it. It's called... Argo fact yourself <laughs> and basically I'm going to read questions from a movie's frequently asked questions on the movie's IMDB page mm. as soon as you think you have an answer just say the answer you know you can guess as many times as you want until somebody gets it correct make sense yes okay Mouths on microphones, or near near them. <laughs> One of the questions was uh, for this movie: Why are the natives Africans? King Kong. That's correct. <laughs> hey. Okay. Okay. There we sort go. of handed you that one, but the point is, <laughs> why are the? <laughs> this is the uh, 1976 King Kong. Or had could that question could have been the 33. One. It could have come up with 33. Also, why do you think the natives are <clears throat> Africans? In that case, because people were racist. <laughs> 76. And 33? Uh, no, I mean, they're just, those were like highly <laughs> insensitive portrayals. And we like, in our movie, we actually took great strides to like have our villagers be something different that wasn't like a crazy racist stereotype. And I actually really love our villagers in it. Um, what are they called? They're called the Iwi, but like they just have this the weird Iwi? like they have this weird like <laughs> they have this weird like uh, like eight bit kind of like face paint on them uh, that's super cool. So, kind of like kind of apocalypto kind of look. Uh, yeah, but it's all like right angles and hard edges, and it's like scarified, so it's all raised, but it like covers their whole body, <clears throat> and it's like it's like when you look really close, it's like a language, um, and it's like decorative. But then there's times where you see them use it as actually like camouflage to like blend into walls and stuff. Oh. Um, but it's like very like. Did you guys ever play like the uh, the PS3 game Journey? You know, so like it, it kind of has like some of that language in it, and it like it's very like eight bit, and like it's it's it feels very like anachronistic and like a circuit board almost, as opposed to like a very like clean tribal makeup. <clears throat> but in the in that movie, they were uh, <laughs> they they didn't really have their shit figured out back then. <laughs> the next question was, 
Why did the natives build such a huge door in the wall? King Kong. No. (laughs) (laughs) No, because there's a door he comes through in the movie. That's why it's there, so he can escape through the door. Yeah. Remember when they do the ceremony with the girl? There's a door. Yeah. Why would they build a door into a wall that's supposed to keep something in? Oh, I thought we were supposed to guess what movie that. No, we're still on King Kong. This was the second question. Now we're just on King Kong. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I thought we were still guessing. Sorry. Because, so, so. Yeah, if you want, I'm going to read five of them, and they're all King Kong. Okay. So if you want to get bonus points, you can guess King Kong okay. every time. King Kong. Uh, but I have an answer. Okay. It's for because he has to come in for the for the sacrificial ceremony. He no, he's to, on the other side of the wall. Not. He was. He's at about the 76 or 33? Uh, the wall, is the, the 76. <laughs> Yeah. Because it would look ridiculous if he was climbing over the wall. That would look silly. <laughs> yeah, but he could still break it. Like, if he's that strong, he could just smash the thing. He doesn't need a door to say, hello. Like, no, but they're offering it to him. So they're saying, look, Kong, we built you a door. Come on in. Yeah, like, in, that, in that version, it's he ceremony. comes through. It should be in, like, knock, knock, door's gone. In the, <laughs> in the 33 version, he's on the other side. That's the version that's more confusing. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, and then... Uh, uh, why does Jack stop running to meet Dwan at the end King of the movie? Kong? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you remember that? He's like running to to meet up with uh, uh, what's her name, Jessica Lang, and then uh, he just stops. I guess according to this question, I, in, don't, re- I don't remember that. No, in the at the end of the seventy six one. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. And her name was Dwan. Dwan. Yeah. You know, was, well, the way she's introduced in that movie is insane. When's the last time you guys watched the 76 version? <laughs> they're on their own mission. She's unrelated to the film at all. And they're on a boat. And then literally they're like, who's that beautiful woman floating in the ocean? And she was like on an orgy cruise, basically. <laughs> Swear to God. And the, and, the, and the boat sank. And she survived. And so she's just, ha- she's like random. She like shows up full makeup, like the dress, the whole thing. And she was, she's not a part of the story at all. It's not like the 33 version of Jackson's where it's like, oh, we knew this actress, whatever. It legitimately is complete happenstance where she's like, oh, no, she was on a boat partying. Like a yacht with rich guys. And they're all dead. They're all dead. Yeah. And she's just like, I'm going to just keep living my life. <laughs> well, they didn't find her like she doesn't give drinking champagne at the time. She was she's like not, Is she upset? Oh, she's just passed out? I mean, yeah, she was a little upset, but she wasn't upset enough not to go to, like, Monster Island. Because here's another... She still she was like, I'll go on this little vacation. She probably didn't have a good life on an orgy cruise with a load of old men. I They're swear probably, to God, you guys are like, that can't be nice real. Watch that movie her. again. That's, that's how they meet her. I'd be pleased if they all sunk and died. And oh, you're the girl from the orgy <laughs> cruise. Okay. Then people also wanted to know, why did Dwan appear to be so loopy during the ceremony? And uh, I think that's just they, they straight up drug her, right? Yeah. They, like give her a drink or something. But I actually don't know if you see her getting the drink, though, but she's like, she's, she's feeling it for sure. <laughs> yeah. And then and this, this one, you can really answer this one. Why does King Kong walk upright like a man? Isn't he supposed to be a gorilla? What if I was like uh, Titanic? <laughs> 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 uh, King Kong. But it... Right? Isn't he supposed to? <clears throat> Which version is that about? 76? Did you just go to the 76 version for all those? Yeah. Well, that, the idea <laughs> was that you might not have gotten it on the first one. Oh. Um, but I should have figured that you would know a lot um, about King Kong. Well, in. <laughs> it, yes. 
I know two, I'm telling you, my brain is a hard drive, and it was like, data full. And I was like, well, okay, what important childhood memory should I get rid of for this? Uh, when, in, in the 33 version, he's like a movie monster, right? He's like, he's not an ape. He, he's like his own species, his right. own thing. <clears throat> Some like primordial being. Yeah, he lives on and, the same island with dinosaurs. Right. And then, uh, you know, but he's still like simian-ish. And then, you know, it wasn't until 2005 that they turned him into like just a big silverback gorilla. And so we, we go back. You went back to he's just walking on his legs. How many of you guys have seen the, the 33 version? Like, how many of you have gone back and watched the See, that's not even that many. That movie's so good. It's like a masterpiece. It's fucking, it's like, it's still a masterclass in filmmaking. It's fucking, you watch frames in that movie and you're still like, how did they do that? In 1933, like, it's. It's, uh, yeah, the effects hold up pretty well considering uh, how old it is. And how uh, it was how new what they were doing was. You guys should watch that movie. It is. It's still to this day. It's like it's an impeccable genre. Yeah, story come on, though. you guys. Let's finally give King Kong <laughs> some support that it deserves as a classic motion picture. People, people have been sleeping on it. They had, no, no one's been paying attention to King Kong. It's a lot more fun and funny, and you know, a lot of the stuff that I think Peter Jackson was sort of going for, but was uh, lost amidst all of the, you know the visual effects you know yeah i can't really comment yeah you can't <laughs> can't go slag in that movie but um <laughs> no but that, honestly go and watch that movie it, it's like an actual movie. if you guys are here and you're nerdy and you like old films and you like film history or classic cinema it is it's uh it's a masterwork it really is like it's and you, like it's super easy also to be like oh black and white film i don't know and it's like it's captivating and then they quickly made a wacky sequel son of kong so, is so good though i it's love got, it's I, got some really good stuff in it they they made the movie in 10 months i was at king kong came out in 33 and was this enormous hit and the studio was like make a new one they had 10 months to do it and they made a sequel i was at best buy right before i came over here this is true i didn't know you were one of the people on the podcast and i almost bought son of Kong. have you seen it i've never seen it but it was a double pack with the original king of Kong, and i already own the original king of Kong, like the deluxe one and i was like i'd rather just get son of Kong by itself instead of owning two king kong son of kong's really goofy and like kind of a kids movie at times but there's amazing stuff in that film yeah it's really it's much nuttier though than the First oh yeah, it's come. like it's like Hanna Barbera almost. <laughs> would you would you say it's bananas, <laughs> <laughs> Doug? No, I'd say it's ape shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Jordan won that game rather unfairly. There you go, Brandon. It's a huge Got cheater. Yeah, but you're you're winning, you're winning you, so Dom. far for Brandon. <laughs> But uh, from here, we're gonna get, it just means you get to go first in the next game. And the next game we're going to play to determine the, the winner tonight, because this is going by quickly, uh, is a little thing called Last Man Stanton. <laughs> Pip, did we play this when I was in London? Yeah, we did. Okay. So you know, you know the basic idea of it is yeah. uh, we're going to get the name of an actor or actress. And then uh, all of us, uh, I like to play along on this one. We take turns uh, naming movies that person was in. If you can't think of one, you're out. But uh, each of you gets to use uh, your lifeline, which is the person whose name tag you chose. Uh, you can use that person once uh, to help you out. And strategically, I, I say go to the lifeline early. 
That's can just I use, my uh, advice. Can I use funny James and fun James? <laughs> no, unfortunately, you're just stuck with James. Oh. No matter what mood he's in. <laughs> Regular James. <laughs> uh, but, like, yeah, you can go to him once, and uh, we've uh, pre-selected a person in the audience who suggested on Twitter today that they had a great name for this. Where is at... Goes to Hollywood. That's, me. That's you right there, second row. Why do you call yourself Goes to Hollywood? Uh, well, it's actually a reference to a song. Is your name Frankie? <laughs> 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 you said it's a reference to a song. Which song? That song? Uh, no, it's a song called Dave Goes to Hollywood. A song called Dave Goes to Hollywood, and your name is Dave? Dustin. Dustin? This is- <laughs> This is my team. That's oh, Dustin Till Dawn. Oh, my God. You picked his name tag, and we picked him for this. This, this is this, collusion. This, <laughs> no, this, I don't buy this. This happens a lot, unfortunately, or, or fortunately, depending on how you look at it, because uh, he gets to suggest a name. I don't know if that's necessarily going to help him to win, because I don't know if it's a name that Joe is going to be good at. But uh, And this is, your, this is your first time coming to a Douglas Movies? Wow, you really hit the jackpot. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> what's, uh, what's your suggestion? Bill Paxton. I, uh, I kind of saw that that was coming, and I wish I had written back to you on Twitter as long as it's not Bill Paxton. <laughs> I mean, we could do it, but we just did it. I guess you don't listen to Doug Loves Minis. We just did it on Doug Loves Minis. And uh, it, for your average person, Bill Paxton is a tough one. Someone uh, actually said a Bill Pullman movie, and it made me... <laughs> It made me incredibly sad because I very much know the difference between those two actors and, and always have, but for some reason they get mixed up and then to, on, to him, for him to get mixed up with Bill Pullman even after he's dead, like I got a lot of tweets from people going, oh, I guess now it'll be easier to tell the difference. I'm like, give it a minute. <laughs> I'm sad about Bill Paxton. Like, how great was Bill Paxton? And... So great at the end there because, like, in movies like Nightcrawler and um, uh, Edge of Tomorrow, he was like doing really good character work that he, you know, never could do in his early career because he was, you know, basically a leading man most of the time, or, or a supporting, you know, uh, uh, Ga- terrible over, force. Man. Game over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and they say Chet is his most. I won't say from what movie. Because let's do it. Let's do the films of Bill Paxton. And uh, you get to start us off, uh, Jordan. Well, does it have to be somebody who's in? Can I say frail- yeah. Can I say frailty? You can. He directed it. Right. So, okay. Yeah. As long as That's who you're going to go with? Yeah. Frailty. Good job. Lifeline. <laughs> For reals? Well, you said do it early. <laughs> That was your advice. You know what? You're right. When when you're right, you're right. Uh, Okay, Dustin, what do you got? I mean, he's got to have one. It's his idea. Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler. He's going Nightcrawler. Beautiful. Yeah, I guess I shouldn't have done a tribute to some of his films. I'm, I'm, 
right before. Right before. I'm going now with Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, before right. you get it over with, right? Yeah, yeah. Get well before you like rule that off, as you've already said it, because yeah, I pretty much need my <laughs> my lifeline. That film, of course, is also known by a lot of people as Live Die Repeat. Yep, in yeah. the UK it was Live Die Repeat. Yeah, that's how they they straight up released it with that title. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's the craziest title change in the UK from an uh, American title? Do you, can you think of one? I have no idea, really, no. Yeah. It doesn't happen very often because you know, we both speak regular. English. Yeah, we both <laughs> speak English. The internet exists. One of my favorite title changes, though, was Die Hard because in Russia they called it Glass Jungle, which made a lot of sense for, <laughs> for the first movie. Yeah. But then the Glass the, Jungle 3. Then, yeah. <laughs> They're in fucking Central Park. Yeah. <laughs> Gla- Did you know, gl- glass I, I, jungle you know too, gl- gl- glass jungler. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> glass jungle with a vengeance. <laughs> a good yeah. day, a good day to glass jungle. <laughs> huh? Is it yeah, not? They, they, they got trapped in the naming convention. <laughs> they could team them up with Leslie Snipes. Glass jungle fever. <laughs> 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 I was in I was this is a true story I was in Italy when Boogie Nights came out okay guess what it was called oh this is a fun game uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Giant Crank close was that really close yeah was that uh, look at the size of this guy's a cock no <laughs> mamma mia <laughs> Wait, no, wait, no, it was Mamma Mia, look at the size of this guy's cock. Sorry, I said it wrong. (laughs) (laughs) So you had just a joke answer the whole time? Were you even in Italy when it came out? (laughs) Or were you still in the fucking closet? No, I was in the closet. I think I was in 12th grade when that movie came out. Too Short took me to go see Boogie Nights. (laughs) I was 12. It was a very weird experience. (laughs) I'm going to hashtag this episode in the closet. Hashtag in the closet. Okay, so um, it's my turn then, and I'm going to say one I brought up on the Douglas Minis because uh, it's a... Underrated movie, I think. It features our friend Mark Wahlberg as well. Traveler. Traveler. Yeah. Huh. Our good friend Mark Wahlberg. Is it my turn? Mm-hmm. Uh, just going to get it out of the way. Aliens. Yeah. Game over, man. All right. Weird we science. It. We, it. we only got one piece of applause for aliens? <laughs> you guys kidding me? I, I can't tell you why people who do or do not applaud... <laughs> Like, it seems like the contestants that are less likely, you know, my guests that are less likely to do well when they get a right answer, that makes everybody applaud <laughs> just out of encouragement. But then it feels like, you know, they like, they're applauding more for some movies than others. Like, sometimes they applaud for just a movie they like. It's, it's weird. <laughs> Wait, so you said aliens. Okay, so Joe? Weird science. What? Yeah, he's Chet in Weird Science. No, I know that, but I'm shocked we hadn't said it already because I did say Chet earlier. You said Chet, but you go, I'm not going to say the movie because we're oh, going to okay. do Bill Paxton. I'm glad, glad I kept it a mystery for you. Um, <laughs> it is you, my f- you had to figure that one out. <laughs> it is my favorite Bill Paxton role, though. I think he's, okay. I think he's so funny in it. All right. Pip? I'm going to my lifeline, okay. um, and I'm going to... I'm going to request Helpful James, if that's possible. <laughs> is, is Helpful James here? 
Twister. Twister. He's going Twister. Boom. There you have it. Thank you, James. Twister. Uh, here's a great one uh, directed by Carl Franklin. One false move. Again, see, no clapping. Because people know I'm good at this. Uh, near Dark. Yes. That's what I always bring that up. When Have you guys are, seen that people movie? People are talking Woo! vampire movies. Guys, you gotta go watch old movies too, not just chickens throwing up rocks. <laughs> you have to investigate it's like old cinema. Except for on Thursday. On Thursday, you have to go and see Kong Island. Yes, uh, yes. <laughs> but yes. until Thursday, go to Best Buys. There's these old films, often in packages. <laughs> Two for one. I'm going to ask for a ticket for Kong Skull and see what happens. <laughs> I think they'll figure it out. Chicken, Skull Island. That's for that. Uh, all right. Well, uh, yeah, Near Dark is a great vampire uh, movie directed by Catherine Bigelow, mm -hmm. the only woman to win Best Director for a movie. Hurt Locker. I've said too much. <laughs> uh, uh, trespass. Yeah. You guys are all smashing it. There you go. There's the applause. That's what's that? There's the applause. That's a good movie. Pause. Did you ever see it? I didn't see it. It's fun. Ice Which Cube's in it. Is and it? Ice tea. I did see it. Yeah. That was a great movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Walter Hill, right? Directed it. Uh, yeah, and um, and strangely, uh, uh, what's his face did the? I mean, the the soundtrack's a rap soundtrack, but uh, Ry Cooter did the did the score part. Yeah, I think he did that for a few Walter Hill movies. Yeah, yeah. but it's a, it's a great flick. It's a lot of fun. And William Sadler's in it. That's who I used to. I used to get those two mixed up. William Bill Sadler Paxton and William Sadler. Really? Yeah, because that was the first time I'd ever. St I, I I didn't realize Bill Paxton was in Weird Science. So when I saw that movie, I, I, that was, I thought that was the first time I was seeing both of them. It's so weird, uh, uh, Sadler, that weird, like, uh, naked Tai Chi that he does at the, big, the beginning of uh, Glass Jungle 2. <laughs> Glass Jungler. <laughs> Sorry, Glass Jungler. <laughs> All right, where are we at? Uh, Me. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm out, and I'm so out. Even along that, that long extended conversation, I'd just stop trying. I just, I knew how out I was. And even though we've had a really extended time for me to get one, I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm done. Okay. I'm sorry. That's, that's reasonable. I'm sorry, James. You were very uh, well, helpful. You know, he's just going to have to be sad, James, for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> that's, my, that's my third favorite kind of James. <laughs> Um, I'm going to have to go with True Lies. All right, Brandon, putting you on the spot. Brandon. Titanic. Titanic. We even mentioned that earlier. Very good. All right, Joe. Avatar. Of course. I forgot he was in that till just now. What does he do in that? Can't remember. Hated it. <laughs> Just know he's in it. He really is in it, though. Yeah, he's in it. When he when he died, it was in his, in the thing, you know, the the blogs or whatever they said he was. He 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 performed in the most James Cameron movies. Or something oh, like so that. that probably means he was also in the Terminator. He was. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's my turn. Ah. 
Oh. Um. <laughs> Wasn't he in Lost Highway? No? I don't think so. Oh, that's Pullman? Oh, shit. No. What has happened? I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta go. Paxton Fowl. God, he can't even, the biggest he Paxton can't even get away from that thing in death. Well, you... you <laughs> <laughs> you jinxed it now. I know, right? It's going God, to well, time. fuck. All right, well. It's just me and you, you buddy. Did the one that guessed before, did someone stupidly say ID4? Hmm? Did someone say Independence Day when they guessed? No, what did they guess where they thought it was... Oh, while you were sleeping. That's uh, what they guessed, and then I beat them with the microphone. <laughs> Is Bill Pullman in that she movie? She was a nice lady. Yeah. <laughs> You just lit up. You're like that. It's a wonderful performance. No, I mean, I'm just excited that I've always known the difference between those two. Oh, shit. Uh, my Five Wives. Or that TV it show was where you had all the show. Big Love! Big Love! Does yeah, that count? You can't say TV, TV shows. Show. Yeah. Yeah, it's a TV show, yeah. But Big Love, it was, but it's HBO. It's more than television. No. As, they, as they often say. Yeah. <laughs> HBO, it's more than television. It's television plus. Well, uh, but that's I'm, your final? I'm dry, yeah. That's the last thing in my head with Bill Paxton. I'm, I'm blanking. Yeah, and you went to Dustin early. I know, because you told me to. It was my dumb idea. <laughs> God damn it. All right. Here we are. You, you uh, let me see one? if I can come up with another one. Um, how about... There's got to be something. Really? Don't get it when that happens. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I'm just going to go with Tombstone. <laughs> You know, it just came to my head. Do just you out win of nowhere. this game a lot, by the way? Do you always win? I have a tendency to win. Yeah. <laughs> you're, like, you're like the kid that had the Nintendo before everybody else. <laughs> you go over, oh, winner, I won, so I play. Again, I won. <laughs> this whole podcast is winner stays on. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's how I, that's how I come back so every lucky. show. <laughs> 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 It Doug, would you like to come back and win again? Movies. <laughs> God damn it. Um, uh, Whoa. Yo. What happened? It's, they had, there's a whole art installation, and uh, part, of, part of it was fixing them, making it so the lighting fixtures had like very heavy things that might fall off of them. Well, but it is a wrestling installation, so I feel like that, well, that makes sense that like, a light yeah. would fall on somebody. Yeah, that's just, just that's like what happens. In a, yeah, but just sit there what like it's does? chill, like no big deal. You've got your warning sign that you're yeah. like imminently in danger. Just chill, just chill, no big deal. And when it hits you, like fall on the ground and act like it killed you. That's <laughs> Like, overact when it hits you. Like, really make a big thing out of it. Uh, that's the Owen Hart installation. Oh, oh shit. It's a wrestling fan joke there, guys. <laughs> Turns out Pip loves wrestling. <laughs> it's, it's not really a wrestling fan joke when, they only, yeah. when the wrestling fans are the ones that have a problem with it. <laughs> I, had, I had no idea what you were talking about. 
Did his, this person job. just died recently? No, it was, oh, it was a long time no. ago, but he, he was coming down on a thing and fell from the ceiling and oh, smashed so his head on the... What, what, how long are you guys going to hold on They're to very this? upset yeah. about this. Too soon? It's like if you made a, if you made like a Dale Earnhardt uh, joke, people are still going to be upset about that. And that I was... saw Jackie in a movie, th- full, movie theater full of people who did not laugh nearly as much as I did. <laughs> I was just like, when are you guys going to let this shit go? It's funny that she's got a pink hat on and she's holding his brains in? Come on! (laughs) (laughs) Do Do you remember Otto and George? Yeah, the puppet and the guy. Yeah, did you ever see when he would do the Kennedy bit with the puppet? Otto and George was a really dirty ventriloquist act and the whole the whole spin on the act was the puppet would insult Otto, like the the guy, in ways that was so demeaning. What are you nervous, you fucking loser? Like it was really harsh. But he used to do a Kennedy assassination bit with the puppet, where he'd flip the puppet forward and brains would fly out of it. (laughs) And then the puppet would go, "They're shooting, Norton. They're shooting," which is for the honeymooners reference. (laughs) And I asked, I once I go, "Why does he say they're shooting, Norton?" He's like, "I just think it's funny. I don't know." (laughs) (laughs) He had no reason. Well, Joe, you lasted the longest, so you are our winner tonight. Yeah! Are you going to be in uh, Austin, Texas for South by Southwest at all? I am. I'll be there. I get there Saturday. I leave Wednesday morning. Mm, interesting. Are you going to be there? Yeah, I might, uh, might try to get you on uh, Doug Lowe's Movies in, in Austin if you got the time. I got the time. Because, you know, I love having people, I love having the winner come back and you really tore it up tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it, man. Hit me up. All right. What Bill Paxton's did we miss, audience? Oh, Apollo 13. A Simple Plan's a great movie. Predator. Predator. What? K-Pax. K-Pax? Holy shit. Your, your produce alone was worth the trip. Mighty Joe Young. Mighty Joe Young. Speaking of gorillas on all fours. Different franchise. Slightly related, different franchise. (laughs) Yeah, all right. Uh, So we did okay. And uh, that's our tribute to Bill Paxton. (laughs) Such that it is. Um, What do you guys got to, uh, to plug? Dustin, come get your prizes, first of all. I told you it was collusion. I want a special prosecutor. And you can have your uh, name tag back if you'd like. Yeah. Thank Take you. the loser's thank name you tags too as a, reminder, <laughs> as a reminder of who you've crushed. Do these have shitheads on the back room? This one does. Is this one? There was no embrace. There was nothing. Oh, funny James didn't put a shithead on the back of his uh, thing. Call me forgetful James. Yeah, what do you want to... Oh, I should just say Forgetful James is a shithead? What? That's fair. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe maybe that wrestler that died? What was his name? (laughs) Uh, I almost just said out loud, Jordan, what do you got to plug? But... (laughs) <laughs> Thursday, Thursday night, see fucking Skull, Kong Island. Go see that shit. Honestly, go and watch it. Please. It's super crazy. It's way weirder than you think it is. 
Uh, go go and check it out. You know what's an interesting piece of trivia is uh, you've seen clips uh, of it. Yeah, was I have. what you saw not cool. Uh, the clips are amazing, but uh, Jessica Lang Duan in the '76 King Kong, uh, she was coming from uh, orgy. <laughs> Correct. On Skullfuck Island. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, Joe DeRosa, Joe DeRosa. We uh, might see you in Austin, but what else you got going on? Well, uh, for the movie fans in the house, uh, I have a podcast with Patrick Walsh called We'll See You in Hell, and uh, it's like a Siskel and Ebert, except much meaner and a lot of cursing and funnier. Uh, and we cover... And those guys also both dead. Yeah, they're also both So you dead. got them beat in that, in the being alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being, they're, uh, they're undead or dead. They're the dead. You got to be in the undead category. Um, but I'm it's still that, thinking about it. It's on the Headgum Network, and we've been going for a while, and we we only cover fantasy, horror, and sci-fi stuff. So uh, check it out. I hope you guys like it. Thank you, Joe DeRosa. Thanks, buddy. It's Scroobius Pip in L.A. for a week, taking meetings, getting waters. Yeah, so much water. It's going to be great. Um, yeah, I've got a podcast to plug, Distraction Pieces. I've also got a podcast network called the Distraction Pieces Network, and there's a wrestling podcast on there called Tuesday Night Jaw for any of the, the wrestling fans. And I've just done um, a show that's just finished on FX called Taboo. It's on FX and BBC One, and it's, it's, it's on demand and all that kind of thing. So give that a look if you get a chance. Woo! Cheers. Uh, Doug Loves Movies is back in New York City on April 2nd and 3rd and uh, thanks everybody for being here one more time for my guests Scroobius Pip Jordan Vote Roberts and Joe DeRosa and just hang out there for a second be sure to get your loot crate on the way out and if you don't if you don't have a little slip that we gave you coming in that says that you get a loot crate then we need your email and your home address and your social. <laughs> and we need you to take a quick, uh, we need a blood sample. But then we will, uh, I guess, Luke Ray will uh, send it to you. So ho hopefully that'll all work out. And um, as always, uh, forgetful James is a shithead. <laughs> And owner Tuchel. What a surprise. This is shithead. On a quest for epic gear and collectibles, Loot Crate offers a range of pop culture items centered around a different theme each month, all for less than 20 bucks. And this month, Loot Crate is going primal. Answer the call of the wild with ferocious franchises. <laughs> ferocious franchises, that's easy to say. Like Overwatch, Wolverine, Jurassic World, and Predator. Just be sure to subscribe by 9 p.m. Pacific Time on the 19th to receive this month's crate and save three bucks on your subscription when you go to lootcrate.com slash Doug. Enter the code Doug, D-O-U-G. Enter the code Doug, D-O-U-G, Doug. 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 Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold, his viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room.